This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. John Travolta in mourning. His wife, Kelly Preston's two-year battle with breast cancer. This was a very aggressive form of breast cancer. The final photo. Then Trump versus Fauci. Privately referring to Fauci as Dr. Gloom and Doom. And... The shocking fight in front of the Black Lives Matter mural at Trump Tower. A two! A two! Plus, the new way of eating. No hands. Go ahead and use that uh-huh. fork and knife. Then... Uh, we were over. Will and Jada's secret reconciliation vacation after the bombshell interview. Plus, the wife who took a job washing dishes. So she could see her husband for the first time in 114 days. It's worth every dish that I'll have to wash forever. And the oldest Sports Illustrated swimsuit model ever. She's 56. I am actually the same age as Sports Illustrated magazine. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. Actress Kelly Preston is being remembered today as a courageous woman who put her family first. Her husband, John Travolta, announced her death from breast cancer early this morning. It was a battle she fought privately. Only her closest friends and family even knew of her illness. Megan Alexander has more. John Travolta is revealing the shocking loss of his wife, Kelly Preston, after her private battle with breast cancer. Travolta posted this photo telling the world, It is with a very heavy heart that I inform you that my beautiful wife Kelly has lost her two-year battle with breast cancer. She fought a courageous fight. Kelly's love and life will always be remembered. Please know that I will feel your outpouring of love in the weeks and months ahead as we heal. All my love. Their 20-year-old daughter Ella said, I have never met anyone as courageous, strong, beautiful, and loving as you. I love you so much, Mama. Kelly Preston was known for lighting up the screen in roles like Jerry Maguire. She also played Arnold Schwarzenegger's love interest in Twins. You mind if I share the floor with you? Her last role was co-starring with her husband in the film Gaudy. Such a tough guy. Do you know what you're doing to this family? Kelly and John's real-life love story began in 1987 when they met on the set of The Experts and shared this steamy dance scene. This is the last photo Kelly posted on Instagram, taken last November, which she shared on Father's Day, gushing, Happy Father's Day to the best one I know. We love you. In this Instagram video posted on Easter Sunday, Kelly looks swollen and unwell and appears to be wearing a wig. Today, John Travolta is revealing that Kelly Preston was treated at MD Anderson Cancer Center in Houston, which is rated number one for cancer care. Travolta shared that he and his family will forever be grateful to her doctors and nurses there. The Travoltas have known heartache before. In 2009, their son Jet suffered a fatal seizure during a family vacation in the Bahamas at age 16. 
After that crushing loss and to make the family whole again, at age 48, Kelly became pregnant. Dr. Christy Funk, a prominent breast cancer specialist who treated Angelina Jolie, says pregnancy at a later age could have increased the risk of breast cancer. If there was already an estrogen-driven breast cancer in Kelly's breast, pregnancy at age 48 would feed and fuel that cancer. Kelly Preston's two-year battle with breast cancer says to me that this was a very aggressive form of breast cancer diagnosed at later stages. In an ironic twist, John Travolta also lost his first love to breast cancer. Diana Highland, the boy in the plastic bubble. In 1977, when he was just 23, Travolta accepted an Emmy for his lover, actress Diana Highland, who died six months earlier. Wherever you are, Diana, I love you, and you did it, baby, all right. Today, stars are responding to the shocking news. Mariah Carey called it heartbreaking. Shania Twain posted, I'm unbelievably saddened by the news that Kelly Preston has passed and at such a young age. Arnold Schwarzenegger had this to say, she had such a big heart, she was a wonderful wife and mother. She was a lovely woman. A grim milestone to report in the battle against COVID-19 as the three most populous states in the country set records for new cases of the virus. Meantime, the president retweeted a message claiming the CDC is lying about the pandemic as the White House appears to have engaged in a smear campaign against the nation's top infectious disease expert, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Jim Murray reports. The White House has launched an all-out campaign to discredit Dr. Anthony Fauci. Behind the scenes, the administration officials are privately referring to Fauci as Dr. Gloom and Doom. Some administration officials are treating him like a political rival, releasing what they say is a list of questionable statements by Dr. Fauci. The nation's top infectious disease expert hasn't briefed the president in two months, and the White House is reportedly blocking him from doing any more high-profile TV interviews. We have not been able to get our request for Dr. Fauci approved by the Trump administration in the last three months. He was booked to appear on CNN and meet the press this weekend, but those interviews were canceled after he said this. I don't think you can say we're doing great. I mean, we're just not. Now he's been banished to obscure podcasts like 538. President Trump, who wore a face mask in public this weekend for the first time, took a swipe at Fauci today retweeting this edgy remark from, of all people, former Love Connection co-host Chuck Woolery. Yes, that Chuck Woolery. Everyone is lying. The CDC, media, Democrats, our doctors. The anti-Fauci campaign comes as a new poll shows that 67% trust Dr. Fauci for facts about the coronavirus compared to 26% for the president. White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany today did her best to shoot down reports of a feud. Why is the White House trashing Dr. Fauci? The notion that there's opposition research and that there's Fauci versus the president couldn't be further from the truth. But look at this, a cartoon posted by the president's social media director mocking Dr. Fauci as a leaky faucet. Meanwhile, the infections keep climbing in the South and West. Florida reported more than 15,000 new cases yesterday. That shatters the one-day record for any state. In New York City, once the epicenter of the pandemic, a remarkable turnaround. Zero deaths due to COVID-19 on Saturday and one death on Sunday. But Governor Andrew Cuomo issued this grim warning. Could these other states be bringing in an infection? Yes. Could we see the numbers go up next week? Yes. Here in California, hospitals are overwhelmed with coronavirus patients. One nurse I spoke with says the hospital she works at is fast running out of hospital beds and supplies. 
Nurse Ronnie Cosmo works at Pacifica Hospital in Los Angeles. Not just our ICU is full, our entire hospital has become an ICU. And we literally, we have no more beds. We're not staffed adequately, so the nurses are overburdened. We're trying our best just to keep people alive right now. It's, it's bad. The hospital is denying those claims, calling Nurse Cosmo a short-term person from an outside nurse registry looking for attention. The claims of supply and equipment shortages and employees staying home at Pacifica Hospital are untrue. Around the country, civil unrest continues. That was very much in evidence outside Trump Tower in New York City. Black Lives Matter demonstrators and supporters of the president clashed. Stephen Fabian has details on that. The Black Lives Matter slogan painted outside Trump Tower is becoming a flashpoint. Someone tossed a can of red paint on it Monday afternoon, leaving bright red smears. Over the weekend, supporters of President Trump covered part of the phrase with a huge pro-Trump flag. There were scuffles and loud confrontations, and one woman pretended to sneeze on Black Lives Matter advocates. It's just sad. It's just really, really sad. The clashes here at Trump Tower happened on another weekend of turmoil and violence across America. In one tragic incident, a one-year-old child was shot dead outside a playground in New York City while his family enjoyed a barbecue. I'm just heartbroken today. I know so many of you are as well. Mayor Bill de Blasio bowed his head to lead a moment of silence for the child at a press briefing, but some are blaming anti-cop rhetoric for the upsurge in crime. This New York police officer was held in a headlock as the crowd taunted him. But in Allentown, Pennsylvania, a police officer is under investigation after he was caught on video with his knee on a suspect's head and neck. Bro, get off his neck. The disturbing scene is being compared with George Floyd, but this suspect was treated in the hospital and released. Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is taking heat today for suggesting this reason for the upsurge in violent crime. They need to feed their child and they don't have money, so you maybe have to, they're put in a position where they feel like they either need to shoplift some bread or go hungry that night. You don't kill a one-year-old because you need some bread. That doesn't put bread on your table. And that's why the absurdity of her remarks have to be called out. President Trump spoke about the wave of violence today. In one recent week in New York City, this is hard to believe, shootings were up 358 percent. And yet uh, they spend all their time, they want to do Black Lives Matter signs outside of Trump Tower. And will COVID-19 change the way we eat? In the past, you didn't think twice about picking up a burger or a slice of pizza with your hands. But is that safe? Les Trent says we may have to get used to hands-free eating. Pizza, fries, burgers. We love eating food with our hands. So good. But that could be a problem during the pandemic, says food safety expert Anthony Capazzoli. Those folks who are really concerned, I'll tell you what, something that you could simply do, ask the restaurant for a piece of wrap wax paper, or go ahead and take a napkin and eat your sandwich by holding the napkin like this, wrapping it around. Another way of avoiding the virus? Stop holding the menu. Many restaurants are making that easy by doing away with menus. You can just get the menu online right there. You can order 
less. How, how brilliant is that? Because then not only can I order, I can pay online as well. I don't have to touch that laminated menu. How gross is that? Capazzoli says it makes sense to wear a mask when the waiter appears. Leave your mask on the table, yes, no? No, don't put your mask on the table. Go ahead and put that in a brown paper bag, just like this. Our expert says no to waiters wearing gloves. It gives them a false sense of security when they have gloves on, especially if they're touching different contaminated surfaces. I'd much rather them wash their hands. Here at Blank Slate in Manhattan, you won't be seeing salt and pepper shakers on restaurant tables. And the shared ketchup bottle? That's definitely a thing of the past. We don't want to touch those highly touched surfaces. So if dining at restaurants is allowed where you live, enjoy. But be ready for a big side order of change. The good news is the FDA has reported that it is not aware of any cases of coronavirus being directly spread through food. And anyone who has had a loved one hospitalized during the pandemic knows what a lonely experience it is because visitors are simply not allowed in medical facilities. But one woman whose husband is in a nursing home found a way around that. As Amber Cagliano reports, she got a job at the facility as a dishwasher just so she could be near her spouse. This couple has waited a long time to hug each other, 114 days to be precise. Mary Daniel's husband, Steve, suffers from Alzheimer's. He lives in a nursing home in Jacksonville, Florida, closed to all visitors due to the pandemic. <laughs> she visited Steve twice at his ground level window, but it only made things harder. He cried both times. They were incredibly painful for him to see me outside not coming in, being so used to having me there. Mary was concerned that her husband's slow and deteriorating memory loss would make him forget who she was. So she did something extraordinary. She applied for a job at the nursing home. They said, well, we have a part-time job available if you'd like to take it. And I said, I'll take it. And they said, well, it's a dishwasher. Well, okay, then dishwashing is exactly what I'll do. So for two hours a day, two days a week, Mary washes dishes at a salary of $9 an hour. Then when her work is done, she slips in to see him. When I opened up the door to his room after I was done with my first shift, he looked at me, he started crying and he said, Mary, and he came over and hugged me. And the look on his face when he saw me, even in a mask, was absolutely priceless. I mean, it was worth every dish that I'll have to wash forever. How is it washing dishes? Short-lived, two hours. I mean, I can do anything for two hours. I know that's the reward is I get to go and surprise him. And then we just rest. We, we lay in bed and we watch television and we hold hands. He'll put his head on my shoulder. And as he's drifting off to sleep, it's a perfect time for me to, to slip out. And he knows now I'll be back. Ms. Daniel is urging the governor of Florida to allow safe visitations between family members so patients don't suffer the ill effects of isolation. It has been an excruciating five days for the family of former Glee star actress Naya Rivera. A body was located in the lake, which she went missing five days ago, and it has now been positively identified as her remains. Ms. Rivera had gone out on the lake with her young son and disappeared over the weekend, family members visited the lake. It was a heartbreaking moment. We'll be back with more right after this. Next. We were over. Will and Jada's secret reconciliation vacation. After the bombshell interview. And the oldest Sports Illustrated swimsuit model ever. She's 56. I am actually the same age as Sports Illustrated magazine. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. We'll be right back. 
Was Jada Pinkett Smith a little too open about her marriage? There is big reaction to her Facebook conversation with her husband, Will Smith, in which she admitted having an affair. Now that is prompting speculation about a possible fling that he may have had. I really felt like we could be over. Yeah, know? no, and we were over. Will and Jada Pinkett Smith have reportedly flown to the Bahamas, staying at one of the most exclusive resorts in the world, the Albany. Some are calling it a reconciliation vacation, following Jada's big confession on her Facebook watch show, Red Table Talk, shattering all previous Facebook records. I was done with you. Yeah. Over 27 million viewers watched Jada admit that she had an affair with singer August Alcino when she and Will were having a rough patch in their marriage. One of the things that was kind of swirling in the press about you giving permission, mm. which is, uh, you know, the only person that can give permission in, in, in that particular uh, uh, yes. circumstance is myself. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Social media is erupting with speculation that 51-year-old Will Smith had a relationship with actress Margot Robbie, which they have both denied. This video has resurfaced of Margot cryptically mentioning her Suicide Squad co-star during a drinking game on The Tonight Show back in 2018. I cannot reveal this question. <laughs> really? No, I cannot. No, absolutely not. I can tell you the answer, though, and the answer is Will Smith. So can Will and Jada's marriage survive infidelity? Relationship expert Dr. Jen Mann is the author of Relationship Fix. I think that other couples can learn a lot from Will and Jada. I think their communication is top-notch. They were very clear on their boundaries before, during, and after this. They have clearly worked through whatever issues, hurt, pain, resentment that they have. We ride together. We, we die, die together. together. Bad, Bad marriage, marriage for life. <laughs> Will and Jada have been married for 22 years. When we come back, the woman making history in the new Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. The world is very different these days, but one thing hasn't changed. The Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. Not one, not two, but three knockout models on the cover of the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition 2020. Kate Bach, Jasmine Sanders, and Olivia Culpo were photographed in Bali for the 58th annual issue. Each woman got her own cover, too. Hey, Kate, tell us about this shoot. There's every skin color, every body shape, every ethnicity, every... Every country is represented in this magazine. Usually there's a big party for the new issue, but COVID-19 makes that impossible. It's Olivia's first cover, shot just before the pandemic. She is now creating fashion masks. One mask sold provides 100 meals through Feeding America. Here's one of the styles. Jasmine isn't just another pretty face. She's been focusing on the fight for social justice. You should be out protesting. If you can't be out protesting, if you're scared to protest, there are other ways to protest from home. Kathy Jacobs makes double history. At 56, she's the oldest model ever in the swimsuit issue. She won an open call contest. And at 5'3", she's the shortest model to pose. I've always wanted to be able to show the world what people over 50, and in my case, ladies over 55, what we are capable of. You can see more at swimsuit.si.com. The new SI swimsuit issue hits newsstands on July 21st. And when we come back, a proposal prank caught on tape. Finally today, a proposal moment oops. Or was it? The setting, a beautiful cliff overlooking a waterfall. A perfect place to pop the question. Oh no, he drops the ring. Oh my God! 
His girlfriend can't believe it. No! No way! Fortunately, it was a prank. <laughs> the groom takes out the real ring and does it again, this time without clowning around. Congratulations! No word on how she'll get revenge. And that is Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. Stay safe, and we'll see you again tomorrow. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.